Hello, my name's Claire and welcome to the Loud and Clear Accounting podcast. This is the accountancy podcast where we answer accountancy-based questions. Now, in this episode, we're saying goodbye to VAT and we're starting the fourth and final series of this podcast around taking on employees and growing your team. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to be answering the question of whether you should take on freelancers or whether you should take that leap and actually start employing people and building your team that way. Now, as always, before I answer the question, I need to do my first two quick disclosures. Now, the first is that I'm a UK-based accountant, so I'm going to be giving advice to UK-based businesses. And the second is that because I record this podcast sat by myself in my office, I'm going to have to generalise my advice and to keep the podcast episodes as short as I can. There are times where I'm going to have to simplify things as well. So just keep all of that in mind if you're planning on taking action based upon anything that you hear in these episodes. So that's the disclosures out of the way. So let's get on with answering the question. You're thinking on taking on some people and growing your team. Do you go down the freelancer route or do you go down the employment route? Now, unhelpfully, there's no right or wrong answer to this. It's a wonderful, it depends situation. And so for that reason, I'm going to spend today's episode just going through some of the pros and cons of freelancing and some of the pros and cons of sort of employment. So let's just start with the freelancers. So what's the the pros of going down the freelancer route and taking on sort of associates, subcontractors, whatever you um, prefer to call them? Well, the first advantage is that you're not going to be dealing with their taxes. This is because they're going to be self-employed or maybe they've got their own limited company and they're just going to be contracting their services out to you. So you'll be able to tell them what it is you need them for. You agree a price and then, you know, before it starts, once the service has been delivered, whatever you agree, they will give you an invoice and all you need to do is pay that. They will be dealing with everything else. The next advantage is because you'll be working on that sort of contract by contract basis, you only need to pay them when you've actually got the work there for them to do. So it could be that maybe you're just kind of testing the waters. Maybe, you know, you start by just taking on a VA to do a couple of hours. And then if you realise that you've got a lot more admin that needs doing, maybe then you'll take on an admin assistant, you know, part-time or full-time. So it can be used that kind of way. Also, it you know, it may be that you've just got a group of people who can jump in and help you during busy periods. So you kind of just use those. So you don't have to turn down work some months, but you're not committed to pay them on the months where that work just isn't there. The other bit is that, you know, they're responsible for their own training. In some instances as well, they'll provide their own sort of equipment and things like that. So you haven't got those sort of extra costs as well. So that's why hiring freelancers can be very attractive. As I said, you can just pay them whenever you need to. They're going to come with all their expertise and equipment and you don't need to deal with any sort of taxes, any holiday pay, any sickness, anything like that. What's the negatives of paying freelancers and working with freelancers? Well, one is that because they've got their own business and possibly their own portfolio of clients, they're not committed to you 
you know, in the same way that an employee would be. So it may be that, you know, you hit a busy period, but it falls on the summer holidays when they're not working. Or maybe another client has booked their time for that week. So they're not going to be there for you. And you're not going to be able to do anything about that because there isn't that sort of commitment in the same way as an employee. We've then got things like, you know, obviously said the advantages, they come with their own equipment and, you know, they deal with their own taxes and stuff like that. Well, for that reason, they're going to be charging you more than you would pay an employee. So you're almost paying like a little bit of a bonus to not to have to deal with all of those things. So I said you may be, you know, those negatives may be absolutely fine because you just need them ad hoc. You're not kind of at that point of your business where you've got the work. Maybe you don't feel confident enough with cash flow. Maybe you haven't got, you know, the clients haven't been with you for that long. So you don't know how long the contract is going to be with you before you start giving it to other people. Freelancers can be a good way of just dipping your toe in, seeing how you feel with having extra people work with you in your business. Do you like managing people? Don't you? All of that kind of stuff. The next route, obviously, is taking on employees. So the advantage of taking on employees is that there is that commitment, you know, you're agreeing to provide them with 20 hours a week work, full-time work, something like that. And they're agreeing to be available for you for those 20 hours, that full-time work. So if you're quiet, obviously it means you've got like fine stuff for them to do, but it means if you're busy or you need someone sort of short term, you've got those people who are there working for you who can sort of plug those gaps and continue those sort of services. It also means as well that you've got a little bit more control over how they do the work. So you can mould people, you can train people, you can get them on board to do the work exactly as you want them to do, which you're not going to be able to do with a freelancer. As I said, they've got their own business, you know, they've got their way of working. So some of them will um, sort of change their process a little bit to fit you. Other ones don't because you're paying them for expertise, whereas you're paying an employee for time. Now, the negative parts of an employee, as I said, is that, you know, you're going to have to deal with their taxes. So you're going to be paying over their PYE, their national insurance to HMRC. You're going to have to pay into their pension scheme for them. You're going to have to pay them when they're off on holiday and pay them while they're off on sick as well. So there's a, whilst you get the commitment from them to you, through those things, you're also showing a commitment to them. So these are just kind of things to keep in mind. As I said, there's not a right or wrong answer. I've got some clients who only work with freelancers and have no interest in taking on employees at all. They've got a good team of freelancers around them. You know, they've got enough of them now that they can kind of dip in and they've always got that sort of continuation of cover. I've got others who jumped straight into the employment than the employer's sort of rule. And that absolutely suits them. They want that commitment. They want that control over how the work's going to be doing. Then there are quite a few of us, myself included, who start sort of in the middle. So freelancers are just kind of a test. You know, others sort of maybe use a freelancer for some things, have employees for sort of others. So as I said, no right or wrong thing, but just kind of think to yourself, do I need the commitment from the people who are working from me? Do I want to control how they're working for me? What times they're working for me? What equipment they use and stuff like that. But equally, do you have the cash flow to be able to pay them each month? 
you know, all of those kind of things. So I hope that helps. I'm sorry I can't give you sort of a definite answer which way you should go, but I hope that's enough for you to think about. And then if employment sort of is the route that you want to take, in next week's episode, I'm going to be answering the question of how do you set up that payroll scheme? So as always, I hope that makes sense and I will see you next week. 